Welcome to There's a Sub for That. We are the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Scott Garola. And I'm your other host, Willie Matson. And joining us, our friend of the show, not the one from London, Paul Johnson. Hey, you can't now, prove I'm not from London. I think I could. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Scott, you you know a little bit about Paul. You you've had the opportunity to spend some time with Paul. I've known uh, Paul like now 10, How... 15 minutes solid. If we're putting them all together, okay. It was seventeen, uh, but who's counting? Paul, you and I had an opportunity to work together as far back as twenty twelve. That was ten years ago. It was it was, and I still have a photo of it. It's saved in my favorites. It's on screen now for the. For the YouTube viewers, I'll let everybody go watch that. But for you, Scott, let me give you some intimate details about our friend Paul. I want to know uh, the insides and out about Paul. I don't... Specifically the insides, though. Well, you see, okay. much well... like the honey badger, Paul was born of a litter of 40. And okay. I don't know if you know this about <laughs> honey badgers, but they're born with claws. Yeah. They're, tiny, they're, they're the size of like a nickel. I'm not kidding. They're the size of a nickel. Paul, you, born you the, size the size of, of a nickel, nickel Paul? with claws, litter of 40, and had to fight and scrounge <laughs> because his mother only had four nipples. Now, you might be asking yourself, what kind of woman has four nipples? Well, Paul's the good mom, kind. The real kind. The realist. Only, only, only four of us made it out, made it out of the litter. Really. Right. Only four of us made it out. <laughs> You know, all the other details after the Inception story really is just, you know, kind of the normal <laughs> jargon. But really, yeah, that's gets fuzzy. It's a little, uh, that's, that's the, a little muddled that's in the, there. That's, that, that, that's the highlight of the story is that yeah. 36 of my, uh, my siblings perished. Did I, did I do a good job? Yeah. Okay. That, that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, we kicked it off with my mom this morning. Uh, <laughs> why, why, why don't I like you, where this is heading? Why don't you fill in the middle part there? A little bit. Just give us give us a little an amuse bouche about you. Like what? What do you want to know? Uh, I don't know. I'm uh... okay. Here's a, here's a real thing about okay. you. I work with Paul. Anytime we have some sort of work thing and we need to bring a bunch of people together, you are the best at coming up with fun starter conversation pieces and yeah. it's something that you excel at so maybe you should you know just <clears throat> off the cuff come up with one yeah. for the three of us today that sounds like a wonderful idea willie so the question that i have uh, for the group for the trio of us is so let's say you're at a bar okay sort of uh, an establishment that serves beverages of okay. whatever kind you would like i'm, I'm, I'm not going to judge you're there. You're sitting there. Your friend says, hey, uh, great news. I put your name on the list. You're up next. You're singing karaoke. Okay? Oh. So, what song are you picking? You have no choice. You can't say, <laughs> I'm not going up there to sing karaoke. Uh, me, 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 me. You have to go up there. <clears throat> yep. Get a little water. Let's hear it. Mm -hmm. Go for it, Scott. <laughs> oh, I'm going first. I got my name drawn first. Uh, I'm I'm going to probably sing several songs if if I'm going up for karaoke. Uh, but the first one I'm going to warm up with is probably Say It Ain't So by the legendary Weezer. Perfect choice. Perfect choice. Wait, so... Can you give us an example whole, of what it sounds like? It's a whole set? Um, 
Oh yeah, no, yeah. Like once, once I get that juice flowing, I I want to keep it going. I are, are I like you the guy sing. that they can't get off the stage? <laughs> I'm the guy that's like, <laughs> if there's any lulls, or the person that's feeding confidence into the crowd, right? And just like, yes. oh, this ugly sob can get up there and do it, then I can certainly do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, but the you're trick, the, you're the, the human... trick is, I've had zero beers, so like, it's all <laughs> all the confidence is coming from itself. It's within. Mm-hmm. You're that... you're the human liquid courage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Lives and breathes liquid courage. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. <laughs> now, let me give you a little taste of mine. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reenact the song for you here. So, uh, everybody, just put on your like you're in the moment hat uh, for the in post. I'll put in the song. You ready? Do you want me to play along? Do you want me to sing the song? It's already going. Okay. Old McDonald had a <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, tequila. All I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Paul, but every episode we try to sing our introduction. Or yes, we've done it. I'm, I'm aware. We've done it for like a hundred episodes. Yeah. I hate singing. No, we do our little <laughs> upvotes and downvotes song. I was so appalled at my singing one episode. I'm like, this isn't gonna make it. So I opened up. I opened up a music app and I was just like, I'm gonna figure this out. And I just like made you it. Tried it. it. He huh? downloaded the T I uh, or T Pain, not T T Pain. T Pain. Yeah. No, I I did it myself. I figured it out. I'm I'm a whiz with with computers, so that part was was easy. You're a whiz, but I'm not a whiz with my voice. Paul, um, do you sing? So you're I, going I don't. up after my, us. So my uh, singing in my family skips a generation. My grandfather was an, a horrendous singer, and I'm also a horrendous singer. But my dad uh, sings frequently, but I'm awful at it. But I will sing. He's the uh, lead singer of Rush, right? He is. He is the lead singer of Rush. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Tom Sawyer? Is that is that that's Rush, right? Yeah. No, that's the yeah. song by Rush. That's not the lead singer. Uh, uh, I'm Getty, also Getty Lee. I pick multiple songs. Yeah, Getty. Oh, Lee. okay. Good. Yeah, nice. is that? So is I'll sing multiple songs as well. My actual song that I'll sing is "Feeling This" by Blink One Eighty Two. But my uh, my uh, fun song would be uh, "Always Be My Baby" by Mariah Carey because that is uh, that is a hot cut. It's a wonderful, wonderful. I can song. hear you singing this song in my head, and I enjoy yeah. it. I've got the voice uh, for it. I hit the low notes that she never hits. <laughs> <laughs> that she never sings. <laughs> Paul, I don't know if you know this, but Scott is adverse to going to movie theaters for multiple reasons. One, it, I don't know if you realize this, but there's a pandemic. Uh, we don't really <laughs> yeah. talk about it anymore, but that exists. The other thing is, it's yeah, it technically, I mean. <laughs> logistically speaking it's it, it doesn't exist anymore it Sorry, depends are you still workers. on twitter because i think the vast majority of them would think it had never began it never it was it, it never was the other thing you should know is that scott has these big headphones on they don't work everything under there yeah. is fake none of that's real <laughs> including my ears so when, when he goes to a movie theater it's only gonna make things worse but yeah. i required him to go to this movie for this episode so that the three of us could talk about black panther 
the previous movie I had gone to see in a theater with Willie was The Eternals, which, I don't know, oh. when did that come out? <laughs> Two years ago? I tried to forget yeah. that that movie came out. <laughs> a year, yeah, a year and change. It, it, but much like, much like the pandemic, it, it never existed, right? <laughs> it, it certainly was ill-forgotten, unlike Black Panther. So uh, you guys went and saw it before me. Willie was yep. kind enough to go and see it again with me in the theater. And so I was just wondering... This is a spoiler-filled review. This is where you will pause or fast-forward the show, but we are definitely going to reveal things that happened in the movie, so fair warning. It's been out for three weeks, guys. Just figure, figure it out. That's, it. Our, that's our cutoff. Go see it. <laughs> if, if, listen, uh, if, Scott, if Scott goes to see it, you can go see it. That's right. That's right. Uh, but, Paul, what did you think of Black Panther 2? Black Panther 2, I thought, was a really good movie. But what I think they did really well outside of that, the movie aspect of it is they did an amazing job of paying homage to Chadwick Boseman from the way that they handled his actual death in the movie and, and the parallels that it drew to real life. And then um, also that little post credit scene, I think, was absolutely perfect. It was perfectly done the way they introduced and allowed another T'Challa to to come in and and once again be the Black Panther eventually. So I think they did all of that perfectly, and I thought the movie itself, in the, in between those two those two things, was was really really good. Willie, hi Scott, hey, what's up? What'd you think of it? Oh, okay, that's what you wanted. <laughs> yes. Since Endgame came out, it's unfortunate that in many ways my opinions align with the Thanos. No, the ne- what's what's the group of like something, negative something incel dudes talking about the MCU and how like terrible this phase four has been? I don't think the topics that have been discussed it, across all of the different movies and and Disney Plus shows have been bad. I think they're all really great topical things to discuss. Right, uh, mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier to. She-Hulk, all things that I think should be discussed. I don't like the execution of most of those shows. This is the one that I was hoping would be a turning point. Okay, they, yeah. They had a lot that they needed to do to be able to make a good movie because your main character just died and nobody expected it. And for me, I seeing it twice, they... Uh, uh, the actors, I, I don't think they were acting. I think that that was just the human really feeling the emotion of Chadwick Boseman's death. Uh, if there's a criticism I have for this film, my first go through, I didn't think the music was better than Black Panther 1 because Kendrick Lamar is an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. Going through it a second time, I think they're pretty close. Not, It's not better, but it's great. There were some it points was... where I noticed the music and, and it was it was really impressive. I was like, Oh, that that fits perfectly here. Yeah, I'll have to trust you guys on that one. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I promise, do think I promise it was great. I do think they tried to put too much into this movie. It did feel like a lot. Think about it like this: there were three intros to this film. There was the funeral scene that could have been its own standalone introduction. The other one could have been the break-in at the oil refinery or the place the Wakandans ran. That could have been a different introduction. And then the third introduction 
could have been the one where the Talakans, where they uh, take over the ship, take over the ship. Those are all separate introductions. They didn't need all three. Just pick one, narrow it down. And like, what's her face? The one that's going to make the MCU's version of the Suicide Squad irrelevant. She didn't need to be in this film. The one that died in the helicopter? No. What's her name? Louis. Oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who's making the Thunderbolts. Gotcha. Oh, from Seinfeld. Yeah, I understand why she has to be in here because, but her entire plot line could have been a post-credit scene. That's 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 a good point. That's a good point. How cool! I, how cool would it have been if, as a post-credit scene, and maybe this was kind of planned before Chadwick unfortunately passed away, if she did almost like a shot for shot, we're putting together a team just like Nick hmm. Fury did. That would have been cool. Except she's just recruiting for the, you know, the anti-heroes. <laughs> I would have loved it. Yeah. The, it would have been way that, better. I, I, I agree. I think that's what, I think it was missing a little bit more of a tie-in to the larger picture of the of the MCU. But I kind of go back and forth because standing standing on its own means that they were able to do what they were able to do with that post-credit scene and not, and have it stand alone and, and really just live within that kind of the, the Wakandan universe, right? So... I thought I thought that part was was okay, but I would have liked a larger tie-in to the to the rest of the the cinematic universe. I had to take almost twenty four hours to process this movie. Willie, after the fact, was like, "What did you think of it?" And there was just so much going on, both emotionally and I guess critically in my head to try and process. It was so cool what they did to honor and respect Chadwick. Like it was beautiful to the point where. I felt the rawness of all the actors, like you were saying, Willie. Like, every single time that the music just stopped, like, there was, they took out the sound, and I could just hear the ringing in my ears, which I know everybody else was hearing, too, because when a movie theater that size goes from the, like, the just blistering sound to nothing, you just hear, it's like one of those quiet rooms, you know, where you just can hear the blood pumping through your head, and you feel every single moment like that. And there are several throughout the movie where you'll just be like, oh, there's nothing going on right now. And there's no sound like they took out all of the sound from the movie to the why is there so much going on in this film? And yet, why does it feel disconnected from the rest of the MCU? You know, where is the the background TV with something about that eternal giant thing in the middle of the ocean where is any mention of all the other mcu characters that have had shows or where's the mention of the timeline splitting off because kang is now supposedly going to be right around the corner like where are all these things and the answer is they're on the cutting room floor right there's a script somewhere that we'll never get to see and part of me likes and hates this but maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 years from now, we'll get to see like what the actual script for Black Panther Wakanda Forever was prior to Chadwick's death. It would uh, be a what if, then, maybe. A what if yeah, episode. Yeah, a what if episode. Oh. They, I, I read something that I, they, they didn't get into too, much, too many specifics, but it was along the lines of uh, basically Chad, or, you know, T'Challa dealing with the, the after effects of of uh end game and the, the blip the blip and um just coming back from that and and what is life like now in wakanda after 
after those events. And so who knows where that would have gone, but that, that's what it was. That was the intention um, initially for the, for the second one. It feels wrong in some aspects to ask this question, but do you agree with how they handled his death in the movie? I think, think so. they could have I, done I, it differently. There, there's many different ways that you can introduce the death of a real actor as a character. Think about uh, John Ritter in, is it Eight Simple Rules? Oh, yeah. Uh, that was like oh, yeah. back in like 2003. Had a brain hemorrhage, dies. They get a phone call and, hey, your dad's your dad didn't make it. Your dad died. Right? That's th- That's a real thing that they needed to do. I think this movie... Not trying to make something up or or do like a deep fake and get Chadwick in, but really just find a way to say everybody knows. In show, out of show, everybody knows. Let's move forward. I was really scared that they were going to use some sort of like previous footage and show something bad happening to him or like just disappear him into who knows, whatever, you know, MacGuffin they had to come up with, but... Yeah, I um, I was really, really hoping they didn't CGI, like, <laughs> you know, hologram him into the scenes on the beach where they were doing the, the rituals. And I was just, I was really, really hoping they weren't going to. And I'm really glad they, they didn't bring him in, in, in any aspect and, and just let, let that be that because it, I think it was a, a fitting way and just let them all feel the weight of, of him not being there. Now, how would we feel if they brought him back? in another way later on or do we think it should just be like let's let's move forward i think they have to just move on at this point yeah yeah um, yeah and and i mean using past footage maybe to reference like uh maybe the the what's going to come with a new t'challa from you know previous actions of his father right um to to like as a callback to say like if he quotes uh a line from from uh chadwick's t'challa right that that might be a really great way to to kind of bring him back and and still feel his presence a little bit but i hope they don't they don't go beyond that too far i think though this is a really great segue into one of the things i wanted to talk about this week is if you look at the franchise that has been created in the mcu we talk a lot about that being kind of its own entity but we have to look broader now and this week Bob Iger went from yeah. exiled back to the throne, if you will. How are we feeling about this change to Disney? It's, it's super surprising and 100% unexpected unless you were paying attention to probably all of the stock and yeah. financial stuff, which Florida. I don't know about any of you guys, <laughs> any of you guys, but I don't give two shits about it. Um, but Bob Iger did great things up until the point where he decided to just go on vacation. And I'm I'm kind of actually happy that he's back because that just means more money is going to be taken out of Disney parks, which I will never visit. Friend of the show, Jeff, is going to be pretty upset about that. <laughs> Jeff, uh, I want to go. I'm just saying, like, let's realistically. Unpack. Let's unpack it. Let's, let's type into that. Uh, Why? Because Bob Iger is going to make it cheaper. Because it's just got a lot of people there, and yeah, I don't like large groups of people. <laughs> Fair. We, we, we don't actually have to dive into that if you don't want to. Uh, so we've uh, established let, Scott hates people. 
Scott hates people. Um, if you hate people, never go to Magic Kingdom. It's a damn cesspool of people. <laughs> Magic Kingdom. It's it is so gross. <laughs> um, but uh, if 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 you don't like people, go to Animal Kingdom uh, because there are not a lot of people there, oh, and it okay. is it is it's also the best of the parks, partially for that reason, but. It also has the Flight of Passage, uh, which is the best ride at Disney. Anyway, I digress. This episode is not brought to you by Disney. Disney. No longer a future sponsor of the podcast. Bob Iger said I had to say all those things. He made me do it. I'm sorry. All right. So let's give our predictions here then, because uh, we don't know anything about business. but we Who's do the know... first company they buy? Yep. Exactly. We know all about making stuff up. Paul, Bob Iger comes back. They back up a Brinks truck. Say, you got you got to buy the next franchise to make us buku dollars into the next ten years. Who are they buying? If I'm Bob Iger, I'm buying Dairy Queen uh, because their <laughs> ice cream is just stupendous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That was probably the most accurate thing they could buy. Can you imagine, though, a dilly bar with two little circles on the top to make it look like a mouse? They they already have them all over Disney. Are you uh, serious? All, all, yes, oh. all over Magic. See, Magic. I've never like, been, so I don't know Every these treat you buy is okay. in the shape of Mickey Mouse. So uh, Bob Iger is going to just... buy every major franchise of ice cream store <laughs> from coast to coast. Including the, uh, the amazing Dairy Queen, hopeful sponsor of the podcast. Just a uh, local favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Local brand. All right. <laughs> Willie, what, uh, what do you think Bob's going to buy? I think you guys are thinking too small. It Sure, Dairy, Dairy Queen, Queen is, is, is too fine. small. You're too small, <laughs> Paul. Okay, well. They, <laughs> they, I think... I think they're My going after Warner Brothers. They're going after. <laughs> they're going after Warner Brothers. I want them to buy Whoa. Harry Potter. I want them to own yeah. that and start putting yeah. out a real set of Harry Potter shows. Just buy out that JK. Would be incredible. Say yeah, like, yeah, I mean well, they're already can... good. They're already good at 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 putting anti-Semitic shit under the rug. Mm-hmm. Why don't they Jesus. just get all the stuff from J.K. Rowling? They'll just freeze here right next to Walt and uh, just move on. Yeah. <laughs> Put put some things in the vault for a couple years. People forget about it. It's a good idea. Also, also Hogwarts Land is already uh, just like right up the road from the Disney parks. So you mm-hmm. know, and put a they, would have a, uh, they would have a foothold into the video game industry with that new Hogwarts Wizard United or whatever it's called. I don't know. Was that a yeah. their soccer team, something like that? There's a, what? Yeah, I don't know the. I forgot the name because, come on. It, it's taking forever. Let's go. Willie, I think that's a great idea. Paul, I, I don't think size matters as much as Willie thinks it does. Uh, also a great <laughs> idea. I think Disney's next move is to buy something like the New York Yankees, like a sports franchise. And, yeah, they kind of have the Mighty Ducks, but I think the majority of America still doesn't watch hockey. <laughs> So they need to think big. They need to buy like Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, New York Knicks, something. And the the Toon Squad from Space Jam. Like they need to have something like that all the time. The 
and they'll probably do it uh, an NFL franchise because the NFL is trying to move into Europe. So we've got, you know, Euro Disney in Paris and all that other places. Like it's only a matter of time before they take over the world. Did I just blow your mind? Yeah, Willie, are you okay? No, I just thought that they should buy Nintendo. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a good one, too. That, that would also work. God, I kind of want to rethink my Dairy Queen prediction. That was <laughs> you live with your consequences. You need to own your actions, Paul. We're going to put it on uh, our socials, so, and we'll see who agrees with our predictions. <laughs> <laughs> so... um uh, I think they they aim even bigger though, Scott. I think they say um, we're just going to we're just going to uh, like buy streaming rights to all of this. NFL is too big because they're they're what they'll they'll cost way too much money. But streaming rights to you know, I don't know, major maybe Major League Baseball. Uh, you're right. Oh. Nobody watches hockey. The fuck. Uh, <laughs> NBA. Uh, well, they want more than eight viewers, Willie. Okay. I love that, hockey, actually, but I 100% agree. Like it is criminally underappreciated. I think I think I think eight is overappreciated. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. But like, um, I, I just saw that TNT might not renew their their NBA deal, so there could be an opportunity there. Might be. Uh, uh, might be. Uh, not, not enough drama. Window. Not yeah. enough drama. Speaking of sports. Yeah. Who cares about the World Cup? A small country in the Middle East? Some people. Do either of you give a damn about it right now? Nah. I, I'm watching the highlights, you know, via my not-quite-dead Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dead yet. <laughs> um, I, I think... Uh... I, I also don't really care a whole lot about it um, for much of the same reasons that I really don't care about hockey. It's something with like two nets at the other end at, at either end of the field or rink. Uh, I just yeah, it's not some a jam. So it's 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 not the World Cup. It's just in general. So uh, Willie, why why did you bring up uh, the current World Cup in Qatar? What's uh, what's going on with it? There there's a lot of like uh, I mean the the yeah, whole thing is just bad. And anybody who's like. Yeah. I care about uh, the controversy, right? I just nice. I did you see that uh, Budweiser who is <laughs> going to be suing them in the near future for breach of contract? They have decided that all of the beer that was slated to be sold at the World Cup is going to be gifted to the winning team's country. Oh. How's that for marketing genius? Man, that's, if only Wisconsin was a country. <laughs> they would love that it'd be the best any athlete from that state has ever played scott you just made me care about soccer a little bit more <laughs> just a little bit more okay so earlier we talked about uh the marvel cinematic universe uh which has uh iron man in it um, and just a moment ago, we talked about Cat. sports. I'd like to I'd like to mash those two things together. I would like to talk about a story that revolves around baseball's Iron Man, the one and only Cal Ripken Jr. Okay. Do either of you know of Cal Ripken Jr. or do both of you know? Yes, we go way back. I... Family friends. Family friends. <laughs> I'm not as close as Willie, but I do have a lot of Cal Ripken Jr. baseball cards that I collected. So in what do you youth. know? They're probably worth quite a bit. 
What do you what do you know nothing. about Cal Ripken? <laughs> because the company's made millions of them, so uh, they're worth oh, relatively little, but other than sentimental value. Cal Ripken Jr. was called Iron Man because he played every single baseball game without taking a day off for I think 125 years consecutively. If That's uh, I'm doing yes. the math correct, yep. How you, does that math add up? That- that was really impressive. He is known as Iron Man because he played for 125 years in a row. <laughs> Willie's still confused. <laughs> uh, the actual uh, math that, that works out is he played for 16 straight seasons. Roughly. Oh, okay. All right. Which actually mathematically works out. You were close. <laughs> uh, in in the grand scheme of uh, how long the universe has existed, you were very close. Yeah. Um, if we if we go real wide on an infinite time scale, Scott, you're never wrong. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm proud of you. Uh, he played. So what's, Ca- uh, what's Cal up to these days? He, he actually works at Dairy Queen, and he's hoping that Disney buys, <laughs> buys him. <laughs> Has, hasn't missed a shift in, in 125 years. <laughs> <laughs> he's played in 2,632 uh, straight games for 16 years. He played from 1982 from 1998 without missing a game, which is bananas. He started that streak five years before I was born, and then I was 11 when that streak ended. So it's absolutely insane. On the 14th of August, uh, 1997, that streak, depending on what story you believe, was in jeopardy. So here's. <gasps> I think oh, I know the story yes. you're about to bring up. Dude. I don't know this. Uh, I, no, I don't. I'm eating. I'm eating like a Christmassy trail mix. Ooh. I'm excited about this. Get your popcorn. Um, so on with really. your story. The food's yeah, for me. Did, yeah. Uh, because this turns sideways real quick. So Cal uh, on August 14th leaves for the the ballpark to play in the the night game as usual. Says, you know what? I forgot something at home. My glove. My wallet. Whatever it is. Turns around. Heads back home. I believe his wife's name is Kelly. Kelly Rifkin, I believe. She is at home, maybe. Oh, yeah, doing she hosts some... uh, Good Morning America, right? Yes, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a pretty good streak herself. She does. She does. Hasn't missed a show in years. <laughs> Not since Reed, yeah. Not since My Reed. only streaks R. that are R. that R. consistent are in my underwear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So he comes back home, finds his wife, maybe doing some nefarious things with, and here's where I want your help. I would love for the both of you to guess who his wife is doing nefarious things with. You're going to have to pass it along to Willie because I know, I you know, know the story. answer. Yeah. Willie, I want I, you to I guess. I surprisingly heard this, and maybe, Paul, this is why you're bringing it up, because it was in the news recently for some reason. I read a couple sports trades for some reason it came back up because maybe it was August when the, I guess maybe like it was the anniversary, anniversary of, of this. Yeah. Can I, yeah. am I allowed to ask a couple of clarifying questions? Yes. You may. Was it a sports related nefarious taker? Kind of, but not really. Not directly. Not, not, not mm. directly. Was it Cal Ripken senior? <laughs> <laughs> she, she coined the phrase daddy. an announcer of some kind no so the person that is was allegedly in cal ripken jr's house doing some nefarious things was none other than kevin 
Costner. What? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right? Kevin Costner was... uh, I mean, to be fair, to be honest, Willie, you would too, right? I mean, dancing (laughs) with wolves. Yeah, I'm going to miss this game. I'm involved in a (laughs) (laughs) three-way. That's why he wasn't there. That, that's how the story goes, is that he got home and got in a fist fight with Kevin Costner because Kevin Costner was trying to steal his uh, steal his wife. And, he was trying to um, steal so, home. Steal home. <laughs> nice. Yep, that was it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, that, nice. That's perfect. Um, so he goes to the ballpark still, as, you know, Iron Man would. But he was in no physical shape because apparently Kevin Costner whooped that ass, and uh, oh, and really? so what? And so what? The or- this is this is as the story goes. The Orioles knocked out a bank of lights that night, so that the game was never played. Uh, the mm-hmm. story was largely disproven, although it's still possible that his wife uh, had an affair with Kevin Costner. But um, it, the the actual story is also kind of crazy. The lights actually did go out, but during the delay when they were trying to get the lights back on, Randy Johnson, who was supposed to be the pitcher for the Mariners who they were playing that night, uh, was sitting in the clubhouse uh, drinking. Having sex with Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kevin had a hell of a day, okay? (laughs) Uh, No, uh, basically, Randy Johnson got too drunk, and the Orioles said, no, he throws way too hard to be six beers deep and throwing baseballs at us. So that's also pretty crazy. So that's, that's the... That's the more accurate story as to why the game was canceled. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, so that he was, killed that was... a bird when he wasn't drunk. So just imagine. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. They said basically, screw that. I'm not standing in there against 100 and whatever mile an hour fastball. Oh wow, that is a crazy story. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that story, Paul, and thank you, Willie, for bringing up the evil World Cup. I want to thank. Paul, obviously, you for being here today, but Willie, you as well. And I want to thank all of our listeners here in the United States and abroad. It's been a great year. It's been a great several years with you, Willie. And so today, being Thanksgiving, I just wanted to give thanks to everybody who's listened, everybody who's reviewed, shared, you know, everybody who's supported us up until now. And with that... I'd like to play a little game that's been popular on social medias, and it's going to be called the Thanksgiving Draft. Have you seen uh, people doing (laughs) these types of drafts where you just kind of like hoping you weren't going to do the the fuck Mary (laughs) kill for for Thanksgiving? (laughs) I do that every day, Paul. I just think we're doing it. We're doing it. So let's think. That's right. (laughs) We are going to be on the clock now. Do 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 do. You are going to pick five things that you have to have for Thanksgiving that are a must. And oh, the caveat is you can't pick something that somebody else has already picked. Oh, this is good. Paul, because you are a guest, you are getting the first pick. Willie, you will get the second pick. I will take third. With the number one pick in the <clears throat> Thanksgiving draft 2022, Paul Johnson selects 
Um, I'm going to go probably a little off the board here. It is the the item that, well, not off the board, like it's not Thanksgiving food, but, you know, the standard pick here is probably turkey. That's the safe pick. That's the one that's going to get you through. I mean, um, they're rated number one. Turkey's rated number one. You know, all the analysts Turkey's rated say. number one. I'm going for, I'm going for the, the, the dish with the high upside, the the real chance to, to make a breakthrough this year. Uh, the mashed potatoes uh, is what Ooh, I'm is what I'm taking first mashed overall. potatoes. It, it nope. holds the meal together. It was a projected second, maybe third round pick, but it's gone. It's gone number one. Going to be I real happy with value. that signing bonus. My first pick is going to be stuffing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no raisins. Have fun losing in the, you lost no in the first round. Stuffing right there for a lot of people is definitely projected first round pick. Well, I mean, you guys left it for me, so I think... I think I'm just going to take turkey. That'll be my number one. I don't Same think pick. it gets enough respect in this United States of America. No. Honestly. <laughs> Speaking of turkey, that, that, what's the thing that makes you sleepy? Tryptophan. Tryptophan. That's the one. That chicken actually has more yeah. of that in it. I believe that. But but the reason that everybody thinks that turkey has a lot is because you just eat a shitload of food on Thanksgiving. And yeah. so you're going to be tired no matter what. So. And all Fun of fact. chicken's tryptophan live in their nuts. And we don't really eat those. <laughs> Just take them out. <laughs> All right. With the second <laughs> pick for Paul Johnson, he selects. Uh, I will not be taking turkey nuts. I will be taking, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I will take uh, rolls uh, with an easy second, uh, regardless oh, of whether yeah. they're Hawaiian rolls or just standard rolls. Rolls. Give me the rolls. Those taken bakes that are really easy. Just pop them out of the oven, put a pad of butter in them, and oof. Let it oh, fly. Paul, that's a really great second pick, but it's wrong. My second <laughs> pick, because my family goes all out for Thanksgiving, is I am getting an oven-baked ham. Wow. <laughs> oh, ham sorry, Willie. I didn't, I didn't know we were doing the Christmas draft uh, a month and a half early. Ooh. I mean, stay tuned for next month. now i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and maybe surprise a couple people with a small school something that uh, might not have been on a lot of people's radar or at least not until the later rounds i'm going to go with taking a nap (laughs) (laughs) we uh we spend the whole day making this meal and preparing it for our friends and family that come over you know, we turn on the football game and sit down in our Barca lounger and boom. Next thing you know, it's like three hours later. Most of your family's gone and you wake up and you get to go to bed. So uh, you didn't have to do the, the Midwest goodbye. That's right. I was I was kind of thinking too inside of the box. Scott, you just brought me outside of the box. I'm going easy, easy third round pick. I'm going watching football. Yeah, there's nothing better. Nothing better on Thanksgiving Day. All right, my third round pick, if we're going out of the box here, I'm going arguing with relatives about politics. Ah, (laughs) this is a controversial controversial. That's right. Highly rated, you know, guaranteed to get results, but there's going to be a lot of drama that comes with it. Everybody's waking up. They're cracking their knuckles. (laughs) They're getting themselves ready. They're doing their stretches. They're reading all their blogs on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, I guess, and saying, like, what's my ammunition for this fight? That's good. That's good. I would say say you can't go wrong, but you most definitely can go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I'm going to bring it back to a little bit more traditional safe pick. I'm going to go with pumpkin pie for my third round pick. Once again, something we don't eat enough of throughout the year until, you know, PSL comes into season. But can't go wrong with a nice, delicious slice of pumpkin pie. Very true. Very true. Put a little Disney vanilla ice cream on top there. You don't put ice cream on on pumpkin pie. You put it on apple pie. You put whipped cream. Sorry. Scott doesn't know how to eat pumpkin pie, Paul. We're just going to move on from this and we'll... fourth round. Bob, Bob Iger told me I had to put uh, Mickey shaped whipped cream on my pumpkin pie. He also told you you needed to put it on your bare chest. You don't have to listen to him. You, you told me that on his badger chest. <laughs> yeah, on his badger chest. Yeah. Oh, gross. Um, so I, I, I'm going to take beer. Uh, <laughs> within the beer? Yeah. beer? Drinking beer? Yes, drinking beer. What a great fourth uh, round pick. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah. I'm surprised it lasted this, this long. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes well with, I mean, you're putting together a solid team here. Yeah. I mean, drinking beer, watching football. I, I, uh, it also helps with Willie's uh, third round pick <laughs> arguing about politics. <laughs> you got to be able to combat me somehow. All right, so let's see. I have stuffing, mm-hmm. ham, and racism. <laughs> arguing about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stuffing, ham, and combating racism. Every, everybody's Thanksgiving. My fourth round pick to mellow it out a little bit is I'm picking the kids' table forever a kid's table nice yeah i mean you probably won't get as much of the arguing at the kid's table they're probably just going to talk about pokemon they're just talking about the 90s yeah ash ketchum finally <laughs> being a pokemon champion congratulations what he won you guys didn't know this oh man i was so proud actually shed a tear spoiler video for the first time in like 30 years or 25 years in 25 years he has never been crowned a Pokemon champion. He he won. Yeah. He finally yeah. won. Yeah, finally won. Okay, well, my fourth round pick is actually probably going to be the most controversial pick of the entire draft. And I, I have to get it off the board here because any one of you could take it next round. But I'm going to do Black Friday shopping oh, on oh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Listen. This is the, so far if you haven't gotten your presents already, <laughs> this is the way to do it. And everybody knows it. I don't I don't feel bad. Do they? Do they? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I feel really bad, but it's something that I think it's fun to do after it's for the people that don't watch football, and now I can't watch football because it's taken off the board. Uh so my family likes to go through all of the ads that come in the paper and kind of see like what the best deals are. And it's mostly for the kids to pick out their presents and what they want. Yeah, it's a good call. You you, you convinced me. You, you brought me around. <laughs> so for my final pick, I will take watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, uh, as you classic. wake up and you, and you start cooking, you got it on the TV behind you. It's, it's no better way to start a good Thanksgiving day. Yeah. That's that's a really good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig deep into nostalgia as well. Uh, my fifth round pick is breaking the wishbone. Dang it! <laughs> I, that's what guy. I was. Uh, that was what I was hoping to end with. But you sniped me. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. 
we might have some controversy here. You got to let that thing dry out for a couple of days. So is that actually a Thanksgiving Day activity? It's it, it has always been in my family. They take it out right after it's out of the oven and they just let it dry on top of the oven. Huh. Okay. I think it's usually dry enough at that point where you can try and break it. I think I've only had okay. one or two where they were still greasy enough that it was just laughable to try. <laughs> It doesn't need to get as dry as your parents' sex life, but it wow. does need to be pretty dry. <laughs> uh, I guess we put too much butter in our turkeys. <laughs> and you're never mind. <laughs> no, yep, yep. Okay, leave it, leave it alone. Leave it alone. My last pick is uh, is going to be sentimental. Might not be the one that we're all thinking of, but it's one that we all should be drafting, and that's getting into the giving mindset you know thinking of all that we're thankful for and preparing when we we look into gifts that we're also looking into charities to potentially donate to you know toys for tots and all those other places that are going to have drives uh, this whole holiday season that we're kicking off now so yeah i uh, encourage everybody to think about those who are less fortunate than yourself and consider donating to charity this holiday season I'm thankful for both of you, and I'm thankful for all the listeners. I really appreciate it. I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Uh, don't put your Christmas tree up until at least December 1st, please. Thank, thank you. What are you going to go over there it's and check? It's already up. I'm putting my tree <laughs> yeah. up when I want. I'm going to have it as my background. <laughs> so, Paul, thank you. Thank you for being yeah. a guest on the show today. I hope it thank was you everything you hoped me. for. <laughs> it, was. For, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us on your Thanksgiving. I know that it's always tough to get pulled away from the family but i i understand your priorities and and hanging out with us today i hope you won your political arguments today willie <laughs> there's, never. there's never any winning there's never any winners thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast find more of us on our socials and you say we'll see you next week we'll see you next well they'll see you next week because i won't be here but you know they'll see you next week <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <laughs>